Hello friends, it's time for Perpetual Facts. On today's episode, we will be discussing the philosophical thought experiment known as the Ship of Theseus. Yay! If you enjoy the following nonsense, you can show your support by telling your friends about this podcast, or by following me on Twitter and Instagram at PerpetualPeter. The links to all that stuff will be in the show notes, if you do want to have a look. If not, thank you for listening to me this far anyways. Now, before we start, I have a boat joke. Everyone's favourite kind of joke. Why did the boat sink when it was at the dock? It gave in to peer pressure. Badum That is the sound of it sinking. Ha <laughs> ha! Like my podcast career. So, this experiment was first brought to light by ancient Greek philosophers Heraclitus and big brain boy Plato himself. The other dude bros like Thomas Hobbes and John Locke have discussed it in more recent times and added to it as well. So if your head starts hurting later on, you could blame them. Now that you know where to direct your anger, them, not at all at me, let us actually finally talk about this shit. I'm going to tell it in my version because I wanted to make it more entertaining for you lovely people. Our hero, Theseus, chilling after some of his adventures of the Odyssey, but before he was thrown off a cliff, decides to do a quick joyride on his ship around the Mediterranean. He laughs, he drinks, he gets fucked up and crashes into a rock causing damage on his boat. They fix it, and he sets sails again. They cry, they dance, they steer right into a whirlpool, and more of the ship gets broken up. The crew repeat this joyous celebration of partying, breaking, then rebuilding the ship that eventually the whole ship now has new parts. Soon, they feel they should return home, but when they pull back into the dock they left from originally, none of the original ship pieces are on the ship anymore. Every single rope, sail, plank, everything has been replaced by a part that wasn't destroyed in their escapades. Is this still the ship of Theseus? There is a couple answers here. One being, of course it is, because it is a ship and it belongs to Theseus. Therefore, it is the ship of Theseus. Or, you could say, the name isn't what matters, but the parts that make up the thing with the name. When you step into a flowing river, for example, can you really step into it a second time if the water you were in before is now long gone? The name of the river is the same, but what you have entered is not technically the same as before. What do you punks think? What is your opinion on whether the ship is the ship of Theseus or not? Also, what if it's the crew that makes the ship the ship of Theseus? Their collective drunken memories is what gave that ship spirit after all. So if someone else were to buy, then sail it without any of the original crew, is that the ship of Theseus? Or would it be more like the ship formerly known as the ship of Theseus? Because this boring ass new crew doesn't know how to party like it's 1999 BCE. I will go into these options a little later, but now, let's throw in some more complications. Let us say that while the original crew of Theseus was out on their adventures, the Kraken was following them. Turns out, the Kraken is Theseus' biggest fangirl, but was too shy to say anything. Luckily for the Kraken, it has big, magical tentacles, and whenever those cheeky sailors threw out some of the old ship to replace it with new parts, the Kraken would grab that shit faster than Mario grabs shrooms. Which is pretty fast. Mario has a problem. We are gonna have an intervention for him next week if you wanna come. 
Anyway, so the Kraken is keeping the original pieces of the ship and using its powers to restore them. He wants Theseus Senpai to notice him, so eventually the Kraken completely rebuilds the ship of Theseus out of the parts it collected and offers it up to Theseus. So now there is two ships. Are they both the ship of Theseus now? Is the one Theseus sailed back on more the ship of Theseus because it had all the adventures, while the Kraken ship only experienced slivers of the journey? Is the Kraken's the original because it is made out of the same pieces that they had when they started the journey? Will Mario ever stop doing shrooms? These are the questions philosophers have been arguing over for generations now. Now, full disclosure, I am absolutely not a philosopher. However, I do know how to use Google, so here are a couple of answers people way smarter than me have come up with. Also, it is important to note this just might be one of those questions that doesn't have a definitive answer. If you can come up with reasons why both or neither of the ships are the ship of Theseus, then you are probably right in your own way. But anyways, to the smart people answers. I briefly mentioned it earlier, but imagine you were stepping into a river one year. You had fun. You skinny dipped a little bit and no one laughed at you, even though it was incredibly cold and some things weren't, let's just say, at their peak, perhaps. But you still had fun. Years pass and you decide to relive those glory days by visiting the river again. If you step into it now, is it the same river? The water that once touched your naked body is long, long gone, but the river is still called the river of skinny dipping. If we decide to look at the river as just the water that makes it up, then no. It is not the same thing you stepped in all those years ago. It is not the same river. You were stepping into something completely different, but with the same name as before. That water that originally touched you is far, far out to sea now. If you think this way, then the second ship deserves the name the Ship of Theseus, because it contains all the original pieces, while the first is an imposter, a Frankensteinian monster of an imposter rebuilt from a multitude of different scraps that tried to trick people into thinking it is something that it isn't. The Kraken is now cracking a huge smile from this revelation. However... If you looked at the river as something with a time value and not just a spatial value, then we can say it is the same river. What I mean by that is, things obviously change over time. The bigger the time change, the bigger the spatial change too. Cities grow larger, the more time progresses. Same with my belly. I wish I had abs, but you know, things like that. Ever since the river was a mere trickle of water, if you sliced it up timeways, you will see it progress into the mighty torrent of water it is now, until it inevitably dries up and ceases to exist. Oh, as the saying goes, c'est la vie. If you looked at it this way though, then the first ship deserves the title of Ship of Theseus, because it progressed through time. Sure, it has different parts now, but it was the ship that flowed seamlessly through time with Theseus himself on board and not the Stalker Kraken. The second ship technically stopped being a ship altogether for a bit until it was rebuilt, but because it broke the flow, it stopped being the ship of Theseus. So there you go, depending on how you look at it, you could say either ship is technically the ship of Theseus. 
what is the point of this, I hear you ask. Well, it helps with legal stuff. For example, let's say the Kraken wasn't just a fangirl and instead rebuilt the ship because it wanted something to play with. You know, like a giant inflatable rubber ducky, but instead of a rubber ducky, the Kraken needs a whole fully functional ship. Theseus finds out about this, and because it is the modern day now, tries to sue the Kraken, because of course he does, to get the ship back because he is a greedy fuck who wants both ships for himself. Theseus would say, I built the ship first, so it should be mine. But in most instances, the court of law would say the Kraken should get to keep its new toy because it was the one who rebuilt it. Theseus gave up ownership to those parts. Also, you know, I bet the jury wouldn't want to be eaten either. So siding with the giant calamari is probably the right choice there. Or what about someone who commits a crime? then suffers from amnesia shortly after and doesn't remember committing it, should they still go to jail? If you look at things as them progressing through time, you would say yes. Doesn't matter that they don't remember, they still committed the crime, so they have to do the time. However, if you look at the sum of the person's part, like the water in the river, then you would say no. Their memories are gone, so they are a different being now that just happens to have the same name and body as the person who committed the crime. AKA Mario, your insane drug use needs to stop. You're hurting the people who care about you. In the end, we still don't all agree on how to look at identity, and perhaps never will. People have a whole variety of different intuitions when it comes to this. Sometimes it might even change depending on the particular circumstance in question. But that is why we need to talk about it. If we all put our collective heads together, maybe we can come up with an answer. Maybe. I would also love to hear what you think the answer to this thought experiment is, or your opinions on the podcast. So don't forget you can reach out to me at all my links and they will be in the show notes. And if there's anything you should take away from this episode, it is that I no longer have any interest at all in being a sailor, especially if that means sailing with Theseus. Way too much boat talk in this episode. All right, you beautiful people. Until next time, bye.